Sitting in from the Love Satellite. <laughs> so, we have to start with but, the bangers. Uh, yeah, definitely. The bangers. We're, we're world champions, baby. World, Four-time world champions. World Cup. Champs. World Cup champs. Women's national yeah. team did it. Again. For the fourth Absolutely time. love it. For the, for the fourth time. Four, yup, yup, Beat the Netherlands. Two to nothing. Tight. All those people in orange. Should have changed the color to blue. Because they're all sad now. <laughs> we made some orange juice out of those jerseys, baby. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. Their king was there. He was like, oh, I'm the king. I'm here. Oh, fuck him. King William? <laughs> that bastard. Nice. But yeah, I mean, I didn't watch the game because it's soccer. I watched uh, most of it. Uh, about two-thirds of it this morning. I got up a little bit late. Uh, but, you know, I was fine. Uh, World Cup is a lot of, like, Olympic stuff where... You know, I'm not gonna watch. I didn't watch the MLS game. They they played right afterwards. But I, you know, I, I, I care about the World Cup, and I care about how America does. Even if uh, even if I'm not particularly proud of being an American right now. Because uh, he's proud to be so, an American, where at least he knows he's free. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, congratulations to the U.S. Uh, women's soccer team, uh, your four-time World Cup champs, uh, the best soccer team in America, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hands down, no question about it. Yeah. Because. And, uh, you should be, you should be paid as much as the men, if not more. Right. You should be making more than the men, because y'all are fucking winners. Yeah, the men have won, what, a third place in, like, 1930 or some shit like that? <laughs> yeah, I don't... Yeah, the men's team on the world stage is garbage. Garbage. Speaking of, real quick, they lost to Mexico for the CONCACAF Gold Cup. More like the Silver Cup, am I right? hey Yeah, those men lost again. One to nothing to Mexico, <laughs> but that's, we, a, that's uh, a big rivalry—the U.S. team versus the Mexico team. Oh hell yeah! But I didn't know about it. 
until I saw everybody in Mexico jerseys, and I was like, is there a game today? And they were like, uh, U.S. versus Mexico. And like, I was like, oh, right. Well, yeah, of course. Even I'm, like, I just found out about that game, like, what, 10 minutes ago? But even I was rooting for Mexico, because I'm like, yo, with the with the way things are looking right now, every time Mexico gets an opportunity to beat the United States, they need to beat yeah. us, Mexico. Beat us every time you get. Up until 2020, then start losing. So and then, uh, yeah, but I want, so Bleacher Report sent out this weird picture that, like, they tweeted out that included the cast of fucking Friends and Modern Family. Wow. And Kobe Bryant. Why the fuck is Kobe Bryant on the women's team thing? Like, out of all the athletes in the fucking world, why would you choose somebody, granted, he's been acquitted of, but still accused of rape. I don't know. I didn't, so I didn't recognize it, like, most of the people in that. What did you say? I said it was just such a weird image. It was like, I don't know, like a weird, like, Sergeant Pe- There, They put 15 of the players on there. Never mind that there's 23 fucking players on the team. Nah. Weird. <laughs> also... When you put on the cast of Friends, you should know that Matthew Parody is fucking Canadian. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I don't know. They took it down, but um, I'm sure you can find it somewhere. I suggest looking at it and just marveling at how strange it is. Yeah. I mean, when you sent that picture, I looked at it and was like, this is weird. Because mostly because I didn't recognize like ninety eight percent of the people on there. Yeah, there's like, like most of them are like celebrities, but then some of them are just straight up like fictional characters. Like they don't have Robert Downey Jr. They just have a picture of Iron Man. I don't know. What if it's their like some of their favorite characters or something? I I guess because we all know Hope Solo. Hope Solo raped the dude. And beat him up. Hope Solo, yeah. So. Domestic abuser, Hope Solo. So, fucking. Oh, yeah, that's right. She didn't rape the dude. She just got her pictures leaked. Domestic abuser, Hope Solo, right? So, maybe maybe one of the girls on the women's teams, you know, likes to be a little forceful with her ladies. And she's like, Kobe Bryant's my hero. Put him on there. I don't know. (laughs) It just seems like somebody had. Bucket uh, Bleacher Report where they were like, we gotta put something out. It's the women win the World Cup. Uh, we should do like their team. Their slogan is One Nation, One Team. So just uh, just Google the top fifty most famous people and then put them on the uh, put them on the thing. <laughs> Having said that, that makes sense. Why Kobe? If it, if it is that Kobe, because he was on the men's basketball team. But I don't know if there's any other yeah. basketball players that yeah. won that gold on there too. Oh, the cast of Stranger Things? I don't Michael fucking Scott know. from The Office? You know, I've never <laughs> seen Stranger Things. I've watched like three episodes of The Office. I've never watched Friends. Like, like I said, most of those people on that picture, I was just like... Not Tom Cruise, but Tom Cruise is Maverick from Top Gun? 
because that's fucking American, dog. <laughs> oh, but whatever. Uh, Bleacher Report deleted it rather than explain itself. So it's a mystery that will always live on. Yeah. Sure. Fucking. But yes, congratulations to the women's national team for being the winners that America needs. Not that we deserve it, we need it. Thank you. (laughs) So, quiet time is over. You like that? Because Kawhi Leonard is now a Los Angeles Clipper. Holy shit. The curse yeah. of Drake is real. <laughs> <laughs> Kawhi to the Clippers did not see that coming, but um, I guess like it makes sense. They were the only ones who didn't leak anything from their meeting and shit. Apparently that's a big deal to him. Well, yeah, he's like super secretive and... Well, I shouldn't say secretive. He's just a private dude, and I admire that because I myself am private as fuck, so I get it. I get it. Whew. I get it, too, but he's also a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, right now, though, the Clippers are better than the fucking Lakers on paper. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Like with the Paul George trade, because I mean, I guess, I guess the Lakers are like, well, we don't have any future, so might as well just fucking go now. Hell yeah, and uh, I am a little biased too. I think Doc Rivers is a phenomenal coach, not only because he got us the championship in Boston um, with those old, the big, the first big three that no one ever really talks about, um, but yeah, I. The Clippers, on paper, have a better squad and better coaching staff. Um, So why wouldn't they be the favorites right now for the for the title? Yeah, no, I think. uh, I mean, this just shows how like um, like the NBA regular season is so boring, but the regular NBA off season is so exciting because it's just you never know what's gonna happen. But the NBA regular season is just like, all right, well, here we go. (laughs) (coughs) Like, someone was like, this is exciting. Like, you know, stuff will happen. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to watch any fucking Clippers games. (laughs) No, hell no. Not until playoffs and shit. But it is. That's sad. That's sad. I agree with you. This is a little bit more exciting than the actual regular season. That's true. I found myself refreshing all the sports stuffs quite often more so during the regular season so <laughs> yeah oh. I mean I don't know this NBA off season is exciting simply because the players have so much power they decide where to go and like I don't know are you like do you have an opinion on super teams do you care I think it's boring I think it's, it's I don't watch the NBA because the product is not great yeah, they are great players, yeah. but yeah, I don't like I don't the know. It's teams. Just, everyone's like, well, Jordan wouldn't have played with, like, Carl wasn't, like, asking Carl Malone to team up. And I was like, yeah, but I don't know if they have the option of doing that. 
Also, yeah, Jordan's like a sociopath, so he wouldn't ask anybody for anything. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, like I get, you know, I I get the LeBron James uh, Jordan comparisons, and like, you know, Jordan didn't need anybody, and blah blah. blah. I'm like, Jordan had Pippen and Rodman; those were those guys were good players too. Right, those guys know? were no slouches. No, that's the thing. Like, uh. Pippen, <coughs> excuse me. Rodman was an All Star before he got to the Bulls. Um, Pippen was decent, but Jordan definitely elevated him. Same shit with Steve Kerr. Same shit with Tony Kukoc. Like those guys were all solid fucking NBA players um, who happened to have the greatest player of all time at that point. Make them even better, you know. So yeah, there wasn't no superstar shit like we have now, but. All those, the level of talent on that team was extraordinarily high. It wasn't just Michael Jordan, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like, also, you know, LeBron never got shadow suspended because he hung out with fucking monsters. Right. <laughs> right. And you could say it was in retirement, whatever. I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Back, y'all. Stern with his shadow suspension. Yeah, and it, it's it's different too, man. Like it is. It's it's a different time, you know. It really is. Like people are much more friendly now within yeah. within competition. Like yeah, people want to win and shit. But it's almost like we've taken on a little bit of Japanese culture in the way that they don't insult their opponents. You know, they just go out there and beat them. Yeah. And then it's like, hey, why would I knock him down? He just lost. You know, there's no reason to do that. So I feel like that's kind of what it is. And plus, all these dudes grew up together, playing together and shit. So it's like that wasn't well, necessarily yeah, the case. Just like then. I feel like maybe before athletes weren't hanging out as much in the off season and like weren't interacting as much before to have the point where they could be like, hey, we should fucking play together. You want a ring, and I want to, you know. Mm-hmm. And. um you know, and I, I don't know. I, I'll agree with it. It makes you makes it boring. But I'm like, I don't know. It's just like, you know, watching the Bulls win all the time wasn't exciting either. <laughs> no, like, it makes it boring for people like us. We don't necessarily yeah. love basketball. We like it fine enough, but we don't love basketball like we love football. You know, um, that's true. So. For the NBA, these super teams, they're fucking money-making machines, you know? Because they're all in big markets, you know? So, of course, they're going to... You know, so for the NBA, it is good. But for the casual viewer, it's not. Um, And they know it's not because the ratings are going... They're losing ratings every year. Um, But whatever. It is what it is. We'll just have to see where it goes in the next 15, 20 years. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm also like, I'm, I have a team that's on the rise, so I'm just like, yeah, you know, let them, let them fucking make their super teams. We'll see yeah, what for sure. Like that on my end. It, it, it's true. So. It is different. It's different, right? Having a team that you know is capable. You know, it's just like, yeah, it sucks, but yeah, whatever. Like, my team's good too, so. <laughs> But, yeah, so, I don't know. It, 
I think guys, I think the Clippers have finally supplanted the Lip- the Lakers as like the number one team <laughs> in uh, L.A. Like, uh, I mean, granted, you know, uh, we w- we won't know until the games are played and everything. But right. it's just it's like it's just one of those things where it's just crazy to think about. Where it's like everything about the Lakers right now seems dysfunctional. You know, you don't hear a peep out of the Clippers, you know, side. I saw a fucking uh, a tweet. It might have been from Bleacher Report. I mean, I think I was on Bleacher Report when I saw it. But it's basically... Nope, it was Snoop Dogg on Instagram. <laughs> and uh, it was the top 10 basketball teams in L.A. And uh-huh. number one was the Clippers. Number two was UCLA. Number three was the Spark. Number four was a high school team, and just like all the way down, and the number ten was the Lakers. It was fucking hilarious. If you can find that shit, it's really fucking funny. But uh, hey, the Lakers just signed Boogie Cousins, so they're doing just great. I know. <laughs> <laughs> After no other team would sign him. Yeah, because yeah, he had what? This is fucking three, four weeks ago. He had an opportunity. To show he could be worth the big bucks, but he had one. He had half a good game when he came back in the finals. Yeah, no, I mean, it. he. I, I don't blame the Warriors for taking a chance on him, but he just like he just did deliver when he needed to, you know. Right. <clears throat> yup. 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 So, so I'm sure the Lakers got him at much cheaper than he would have liked. The Clippers. Oh no no sorry 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 you was right 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 my bad dog. my bad um good old NBA oh you guys got but, yeah the 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 Nuggets picked up Manute, Manute Bowl son Bowl Bowl oh yeah Bowl Bowl he I thought he yo honestly I wanted him on the Celtics I really did but whatever. Keep him. It's uh, yeah, he's a he's only seven three. He's six inches shorter than his dad. Ooh. <laughs> so, yo, seven but, uh, three uh, with your hand up. Come, on, yo, that's like a good ten feet. Yeah, no, I mean he's 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 probably one of those guys who can dunk without having to fucking you know jump. <laughs> oh yeah, the Celtics picked up this he's dude. Like, uh-huh. Almost a foot taller than you are. Oh, yeah. No, no, that's crazy. The Celtics picked up this dude. Um, fuck, I can't remember his first name right now, but his last name, I think, is Hall. He's 7'5". And I was watching some summer... Yeah, I was watching some summer league games and shit. Bro, this dude was just, like, tippy-toeing and dunking. I was just like, what the fuck? That is so crazy. Just... <laughs> long as fuck and dark as fuck he looked kind of like Kevin Garnett but had more hair I was like yo it looks like KG's back that's crazy but <laughs> Bobo looks like his dad oh yeah it's crazy like I get it it's your child people's kids look like you know their parents yeah. but sometimes it is fucking eerie how much they look like one parent or both of them put together. Like, Jesus Christ, you are a perfect split. Bol Bol looks like his fucking dad, just like a hundred <laughs> years younger. <laughs> just like, holy shit. Yeah, 
not that he's that old. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think Louisville. The the Nuggets. I don't know if they've played a summer league game yet, though, because uh, the they, first one got canceled because of that fucking earthquake in uh, California. They played today. Oh, they played today. All right, today was like their first one. Mm-hmm. They had a. Uh, What's his name? Whatever the coach's name is on the Nuggets. Mike something. Oh, Mike Malone? Yeah, I almost said Malarkey. Mike Malone. <laughs> Mike Malarkey. He was talking about, like, the young guys and shit and watching them play. It was cool. I like Summer League. It's it's cool. It's, it's preseason, but better, I would say. Because, I mean, it's just... I mean, a lot of these, you know, some of them are, like, just, you know, basketball, for whatever reason, they need, like, a little time to get into game shape. That, too. And it's, like, you also get, like, people who aren't even signed to teams, you know what I'm saying, that are trying to fight for a spot. Where you see that in NFL preseason, but usually that shit happens with the practice squad and, like, really where cameras aren't on. Um, So it's really interesting. (laughs) I like that aspect. Speaking of cameras in football, Hard Knocks is going to be with the Oakland Raiders this year. Yeah, it's going to be so good. Ooh. <laughs> I can't wait to see John get a haircut. Gonna, <laughs> someone's going to put a silver bowl. I like bowl. this guy. Let me tell you about this guy. He's a real football IQ guy. Oh, my God. I hate you. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, every year I watch... Uh, hard knocks and I'm like you know what I like this team and blah 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 that will not happen this year <laughs> <laughs> no you'll you'll end up liking players but you'll no no we've been exposed to John Gruden for so long and fucking um what's his face Mark Davis whatever the hell his name is yeah it's fucking oof oof Mark Davis uh with the Chucky haircut <laughs> Oh, okay. We're going to throw it to game because he gave us a holler. And then uh, we're going to come back and talk about some baseball. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Word. Kids love baseball. Kids fucking love baseball. Yo, what up, nigga? Chilling, bro. What's going on? Ain't shit, bro. Banging out these things. Yeah, Word. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Alright, so uh, we jumping right into this shit. Jumping right in. Alright, so last night, UFC 239. I uh, believe it was T-Mobile Arena in Vegas. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think they were anywhere special. Yeah, it was Vegas because it's International Fight Week. Uh, okay. So they're in Vegas for 239. Uh, this is the John Jones, Tiago Santos card. Uh, opening up this shit, we had Michael Chiesa defeating Diego Sanchez. Uh, that was a unanimous decision win through for uh, Chiesa. Uh, he's just too much for Sanchez. He, he fucking had um, significant strikes landed. It was 119 to 3. Good God. Yeah. God. Um, I mean, damn. <laughs> Sanchez is uh, he's an older guy in MMA years. I mean, he's fucking, he's from Tough One. Oh, wow. So, 
Yeah, he's been around forever. Yeah. Uh, even after the fight, Dana White said, like, um, he, he'll do anything for Diego Sanchez, just like he would for any one of those tough one guys. Uh, so I don't see him leaving the UFC anytime soon, especially since he, he hasn't really taken much damage in his last few fights. Yeah. Uh, and I think he was on, like, a two-fight win streak coming into this one, too, so... Oh, that's, that's not bad. Yeah, so he... I mean, it's not like some other fighters who are just getting knocked out left and right, right. and are still doing it. <laughs> uh, but he has, he has taken some beating in, uh, beatings in his career, so it is something to keep in mind. But, uh, yeah, that was a big win for Chiesa. Probably set himself up for some top five divisional opponents coming up next, but we'll see. Uh, second fight, we had Jan Black. I, I don't know how to say this dude's last name. Blackowicz. Sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, he defeats Luke Rockhold uh, by KO punches in the second round. Um, didn't watch this one. I I caught it right at the the next fight, the George uh, Jorge Masvidal fight. Uh, but yeah, Luke Rockhold got knocked the fuck out. Uh, should probably stick with Marlon at this point. He ain't doing shit in UFC. Uh, but yeah, so this fight that I hopped in on, Jorge Masvidal defeated Ben Askren by KO in the first round. Five seconds? Uh, this, what happened? Is that the knee? Yeah, yeah. The fastest KO in UFC history in five seconds. God damn. Yeah, not MMA history. Right. MMA history is a, it was a one second knockout. Uh, but for the UFC, he broke um so I think it was Duke Rufus's record. Man. No, not Duke Rufus. Uh fuck, who was the dude that trained uh Ah, uh, whatever, who cares? <laughs> uh but yeah, so what happened was um Ben Askren is a well known wrestler, he's a great wrestler. Uh so when the fight started, Masvidal kinda rushed him. And as Masvidal is rushing him, Ashwin drops down, looking for the legs to go for a takedown. And Masvidal timed it perfectly, landed the flying knee. Damn. Um, Ashwin was stiff as a board before he even hit the mat. He was fucking out of it. Um, once he hits the mat, Masvidal was able, able to jump on him, get off two big extra punches before the ref jumped in. <laughs> I mean, these two got bad blood between them. They've been talking mad shit before this whole event anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, but what was funny after this shit After he knocked out Askren He fucking starts like slamming the mat Like he's counting the one, two, three Wrestling <laughs> And then he does his little like lap around the shit Showing all like same Like showboat to the fans and shit And then he drops down to the mat Like mad stiff Making fun of Askren the way he fell oh, shit. Yo it was <laughs> super disrespectful But hilarious Shout out to Jorge Masvidal that's fucking great. That shit was a big ass win. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I really like Masvidal. He's one of those uh, backyard Kimbo Kimbo slice fighters. Gotcha. Yeah, so he's, he's definitely on the come up. Probably gonna be getting title shots soon. Uh, so it's a good one for him. Co-main event, we had the women's bantamweight title. Uh, so we had Amanda Nunes defended one of her belts. Uh, she ended up defeating Holly Holm. By TKO in the first round, she fucking Holly Holm, Holly Holm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, basically, for those who don't know, Holly Holm is famous for head kicking Ronda Rousey and winning winning the belt, being the first woman to beat Ronda Rousey. 
Amanda Nunes had kicked the shit out of Holly Holm. Uh, I mean, Holm, she was able to rock Nunes in the first round with, well, I mean, the whole fight was the first round. But she rocked her with a jab while Nunes was trying to come in with a leg kick. It was a nice little counter. She kind of stumbled back, but I don't know how much it hurt her more than, like, kind of just threw her off balance. Um, but Holm, she tried to throw a fake kick. And while her leg was in the air, that's when Nunes threw her head kick. So she was kind of fucked. Like, she had no way to react, no way to move when you're balancing on one leg. Right. So she ate that shit right to the chin. Oof. Uh, she goes down. I think she ate about two or three shots before the ref jumped in to save her. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> Nunes is still murdering fucking former champions in those divisions. Bad. Yeah, I don't see anybody beating her for a long time. Uh, main event, we had the light heavyweight title up for grabs. John Jones defeated Tiago Santos by split decision, which uh, may may or may, may not have been controversial. Uh, but basically what happened, Santos started out in the first round, landing a lot of leg kicks to Jones' like, inside leg and on the calf. So, like, after the fight, Jones had to be carried out of the ring by his brother and somebody else. Like, his leg was done. Uh, but, I mean, he kept his poker face on during the fight. He didn't really show, like, he was hurt other than when he was eating the kicks and getting thrown off balance and shit. Like, you can see how powerful those kicks were. Uh, he was also eating a lot of punches. Proved that he got a fucking chin on him. Because Santos can hit hard as shit. But uh, somewhere in the first round, Santos tweaked his knee. Uh, came out after the fight that he had surgery right after, like right before he agreed to fight John Jones. So he had like a secret surgery after tearing his meniscus in his knee. Mm. Uh, and then in this fight, something happened where it popped. Like they they showed replays, you could see the shit pop in his knee. Ugh. Um, and he, I mean, dude, I'll give him a ton of credit. He has a ton of heart. He fucking was still throwing kicks on that shit. Every once in a while, it would buckle a little bit. He would kind of stumble. But, dude, he was still hanging in the fight. Uh, still kept it pretty close. But it was definitely all John Jones. Uh, you could probably definitely give Santos the first round because of how dominant his leg kicks were. Uh, but the rest of the fight was pretty much all John Jones. You might be able to argue Santos won another round. I think it was like round four. Uh, but, yeah, it was all John Jones. Um, he didn't go for any, John Jones didn't go for any takedowns, which seemed weird. I mean, somebody who's a Muay Thai fighter like Santos and can hit as hard as he, he does, I mean, you would assume that he'd go for some takedowns, but he didn't shoot for any. Um, maybe he didn't want to get yeah, kicked in the fucking mouth. What happened? He said maybe he didn't want to get kicked in the mouth. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, it seemed like it would have been the, the best game plan, especially for some of the shots that he was eating. It was a little scary watching the fight. I was like, yo, you can get knocked out by any one of these. Any one of those lead flush, he's fucking done. That's crazy. But yeah, so, um, so it was a split decision win for uh, John Jones. It was the first time in his whole career that a judge scored a fight against him. Um, and Dana White was talking mad shit after the fight saying the ref that scored that the fight for Santos should never ref ever um, should never judge, judge ever again talking all kinds of shit uh, but yeah it was it was a little iffy like I said Santos definitely won that first round but he, I don't know I don't understand how you could 
score that fight for Santos. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, if his knee was 100%, it would have been an interesting fight. Because based on how that first round was going, if it kept going like that, John Jones could have lost. Oh, yeah. But after he tweaked the knee, I think it was late in the first round. He, he just wasn't the same. He really couldn't do too much. Uh, like I said, he was still throwing, but I mean, it's only so much you can do with a fucked up knee. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, so bonuses. Uh, there was no fight of the night bonuses. Hmm. There were. They gave out four performance of the night bonuses. Uh, so these four people got 50k each. I uh, was Amanda Nunes or Nunes, however you want to say it. Jorge Masvidal, Jen Blackowicz, and uh, one of the prelim fighters, Yidong Song. Oh hell yeah! He, uh, he got he got 50k for his first round knockout. Hell yeah! Good for him because that's a fucking come up. Oh hell yeah! On Especially on a prelim fighter, he's yeah. probably making eight eight to show, eight to win. Right, nigga, and that's then a that 50k. So yeah, he's he's definitely celebrating hard. Hell yeah, shit! I would. I'm happy for that <laughs> motherfucker. Like hell yeah, dog. Nice. Yeah, so that was 239. Uh, not sure what the next events coming up are. Uh, but yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, for some NASCAR. <laughs> last week, uh, they had just restarted as we were finishing recording because of the, the rain delay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so last week, stage one winner. I, I think I went over this for the stages. Um, no, we didn't. Because no, it was only didn't. 11 laps in. <laughs> so, yeah, stage one winner, Denny Hamlin. Stage two winner was Kevin Harvick. And the race winner overall was Alex Bowman, the number 88. Oh, shit. Uh, the dude who replaced Judy, he got his first career win in Chicagoland. Nice. Uh, so, second place, we had Kyle Larson in the number 42. Joey Logano in the third place in the number 22. Uh, Jimmy Johnson was in fourth place in the number 48. And Brad Keselowski was in fifth with the number two. <clears throat> like I said, that was Bowman's first career win in 134 races. Uh, he's, well, I don't know about, they didn't update the points for this week's race. But as of last week, he's in ninth place with 509 points. Uh, so points leaders, uh, the top five point leaders as of last week. Joey Logano, the number 22 with 677 points. Also has a win this season. So uh, Kyle Busch in the number 18 <laughs> with 659 points, who also has a win. Uh, Brad Kozlowski in the number two with 610 points, who also has a win. Kevin Harvick in the number four in fourth place, got 610 points with no wins. And then Martin Truex Jr. is in fifth in the number 19 with 581 points. Any wins? <laughs> What was that? Did he get any wins? Uh, yeah, he has a win. Sorry. Good. So, yeah, only one in the top five without a win is Harvick. That is so bananas. Um, so, yeah, so that was the Camping World 400 last week. This week, we had the Coke Zero Sugar 400 from Daytona. Uh, this one, it was a little bit of a delay because of rain and lightning. They ended up getting the race started. Uh, but then they had to finish the race early because of more lightning. Uh, but yeah, so stage one winner of this was Joey Logano in the number 22. Austin Dillon 
was the stage two winner and the number three. Uh, Austin Dillon was eventually out of the race due to uh, one of the crashes that happened. Um, but he wasn't involved in the big one. He was out before. Oh, no, he was the one who caused the big one. Sorry. Uh, so for those who don't know, the big one is basically any race crash during a race that takes out a ton of cars. Uh, usually happens a lot at Daytona. And this week we had 17 cars involved in the wreck at lap uh, 119. Is that like half the field? Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's about 17 of uh, what, like 40, 42, 43 cars? Jesus Christ, man. Uh, so what happened was the number three, Austin Dillon, he, um, him and the number 14 of Clint Boyer were one in front of the other on the outside. Um, no, they were on the inside behind Denny Hamlin. They make a move high up to the outside, get around Hamlin, and then as they both like take the one and two spots, they take the lead. The number 14 of Boyer, who was behind Austin Dillon, cuts down and he's trying to do the same move, like cut down and go around Austin Dillon to take the lead. When he drops down, at the same time, Austin Dillon's spotters are telling him that it's clear to drop down. So when he drops down, he, they get into each other, spin around, and suck up 17 cars. I forgot how many of those 17 were actually completely out of the race, but there was at least five. I know for sure that were completely out of that. Um, but yeah, so that was the big one, as they say. And then um, as shit went on later on in the race, with 33 laps to go, there was a lightning strike within eight miles of the track. And uh, due to NASCAR rules, they have to wait uh, at least a half hour. So if there's a lightning strike within eight miles, they have to wait a half hour. If there's no lightning strikes within that half hour, then they'll start racing again. Okay. If not, they just kind of keep assessing the situation and see what happens. Uh, this never got restarted after that lap, after that red flag hit, uh, with 33 to go. So Justin Healy, who's like a part-time driver in the number 77, who happened to be in first place when uh, the red flag waved, gets his first fucking win. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of shit. Uh, Damn. One of the drivers, I forgot who it was, but he was in he was in first place. He stayed out after after the wreck uh, to keep first place. And when they told him that there was one caution left to go, he decided, all right, I'm gonna go into the pits and a bunch of people followed him. When he did that, um, he went into the pits, not even like a minute later, that was the lightning strike. And then NASCAR was like, oh, red flag, blah, 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 blah. So when he came out, he was in like, I think he was in like 19th place when he came back. Right, wow. So he was super pissed. But uh, yeah, this fucking Justin Healy kid came out of nowhere, gets the win. Uh, then we had William Byron in the number 24 in second place. Jimmy Johnson in the number 48 was in third. Ty Dillon, who's in the number 13, came in fourth. And then Ryan Newman in the number six was in fifth place. Uh, they haven't updated the points from that race because I, I don't even think those are official results. I think they were still looking into that. Yeah. Because uh, it literally just got called like five minutes before we decided to record. So, uh, yeah, we'll go over the correct point setup next week. Word. Word. Hell yeah. We're here. Yeah.
That's all I got. I know, man. Where can they follow you, dog? Follow me. That's game 44. Follow that nigga. Word. Follow me, motherfuckers. <laughs> How was my mom's crib? It was good, man. Had a good fucking time. Nice. I was up for 36 hours straight. Tight. It's <laughs> awful. Yeah. <laughs> It was tight until I crashed and was out for God knows how long. <laughs> I slept from I got I slept at like probably around six something Saturday, and no Friday night. Well, went to sleep at like six something. Woke up at probably eleven, twelve o'clock the next next afternoon. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it was hurting. <laughs> oh boy, going down in Narnia. Be going down. Word. Alright, hear from you next week, my nigga. Alright, brother man. All right. Talk to you later. Peace. Good looks, my nigga. Rained out races. Yeah, so. We're about to hit that up. <laughs> you said what? I was uh, we're about to hit that all star break. Um, so, teams, are, we're about halfway through the season. Everybody's excited for the All-Star game, even though it doesn't matter anymore. I <laughs> uh, know. But, you know. Uh, but, yeah, if we... Uh, hold on one second. Look up the standings. The Rockies have been doing all right. They're above 500, which is always one of those things where it's like, yeah, when it happens at the halfway point, you're like, yeah, that's, that's what I wanted. But you're still like, it's not enough. <laughs> no, no. Where are they at? 40, 44, 45? Score. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I lost the page. Jugooch. Juguchis. Rockies. Ooh, your Rockies are not over 500 anymore. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, one below. God damn it. <laughs> damn. That's, yeah, I dropped a full two spots in the third third place. Oh, man. I was going through Twitter the other day. I was, like, looking at my post, and I realized whenever we listen to the Dodgers, I always write, fuck the Dodgers. <laughs> and you can see, like, there's, like, four days in a row where my only tweet is, fuck the Dodgers. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that was a losing streak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. The Dodgers are already fucking 60 wins. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But, they yeah, got to be baseball's best the... right now. I'm sorry? Oh, so they, with, with 60 wins, they have to be baseball's best right now. I think so. Unless, like, Oh yeah, no. Yeah, the yeah. Yankees. Is, yeah, the Yankees, Astros, and uh, Twins are all all nipping at the heels. We're not quite there yet. Get to those things. Yeah. Heading into the break, the uh, NL East. Uh, Atlanta is up fifty-four games to thirty-seven, with Washington uh, six games behind at forty-seven wins, forty-two losses. The NL Central. Cubs uh, are at 47 wins, 43 losses. Milwaukee is at 47 wins, 44 losses. And the NL West, 
have the Dodgers, as we said, at a league best 60 wins, 32 losses. Arizona in second place with 46 wins, 45 losses. The Rockies currently avoiding the basement at 44 wins, 45 losses. Tight AL West Astros, 57 and 33. First place. Second place, Athletics, 50 and 41. AL Central, Twins in first place, 56 and 33. Indians, 50 and 38. Then they have the uh, good old AL East with the Yanks in the first place, 57 and 31. The Rays in second place, 52, 39. And Red Sox in third place, 49, 41. Over 500, thank God. Going into the break. Eight games over 500. Not bad at all. Nope. <laughs> no, I've been uh, I've been tweeting out every time the Rockies like lose. Uh, just in general, just the the meme of Padme <laughs> Padme saying to Anakin, "You're breaking my heart." <laughs> uh, they have yet to respond. Well, <laughs> duh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Um. Yeah, All Star. You gonna watch what? I was gonna ask her. You gonna know, try to watch the All Star game on Thursday? No. Or Wednesday? Probably not. Yeah. Um, I will watch the home run derby tomorrow, though. It's, I like the new one the way they do it now. It's not three hours long, which is nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm home, I'm gonna watch that. Yeah. No, I'm the opposite. I'll probably watch the All-Star game, but I won't watch the Home Run Derby. I'll watch the highlights of the Home Run Derby. And I'm going to watch the highlights of the All-Star game. Probably. All right. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I don't know what's uh I don't know what's going on this week yet. We might be filming, might not. But either way, that's a slow it's traditionally the slowest week in sports. Yep. Um, also, the uh, the day before and the day after the All Star Game are the only two days in um, in North America where one of the four sports isn't being played. <sighs> so sad. <laughs> so so sad. So, yeah, it's terribly sad. Word. Thank you guys for listening. To the show, follow us all collectively at TMS Report on the internets. I am at Julian G. Mitchell, and you can follow me on all the platforms there. And I am at the Beatnik, and thank you guys for listening. We'll hear. Sorry, we'll talk to you next week. Jesus, what am I talking? <laughs> I almost blamed myself when you left. I told you if you leave, it's no coming back I never thought that it would I showed you like affection, put you in the right direction Now you should stop that stressing Come on baby, cause it's extra It's not supposed to be like that I like it better this way You hate when I yell back But I'm stuck up in my ways yeah. I just want you really I don't want nobody Sometimes I think I don't need nobody But we can't do this by ourselves and I don't want nobody else, yeah, hey. I almost blamed myself when you
talk like they know me And I hate when they talk like I know them They don't believe, so we have to show them Almost lost my mind, was running out of time, yeah I almost blamed myself when you left 